Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. House number seven of the Ristful Vista Fire Department has just ended its annual used clothing drive. The first prize was a ride around town on the new $30,000 fire engine. And who's there on that driver's seat in all their helmeted glory? <laughs> yep, it's Fibber... Goodness, McGee, do you have to yell at everybody? Hey, Kramer, up here, boy. I'm riding the fire engine, Kramer. Hey! If there's anyone in town who doesn't know you're riding the fire engine by now, they must be hard of hearing. And how I envy them. <laughs> yeah, drive slower, man. Oh, hi, boy. How are you, boy? Who was that? Oh, how do I know? I just don't want to miss anybody seeing me. That's <laughs> Hey, Mike, let me put the siren once, huh? Just once. Don't need to be. Siren won't carry over your voice anyhow. Kick uh, the bell again if you want to. What do you mean, if he wants to? I haven't seen him so happy since he found his commanding officer of 1918 driving a garbage truck. <laughs> you said it, kiddo. Oh, hey, there's Wallace Wimp. Hey, Wimp. Hi, boy. This is me stomping the bell, Wimp. McGee, stop kicking the gong around. Huh? Try to act a little dignified, dearie. <laughs> what will people think? Yeah. Let's try to act a little more. Ah, there's Mrs. McDonald. You who, Mrs. McDonald? <laughs> hey, Bobby McGee, on the pirate. Ah, too late. She didn't see me. <laughs> man, oh, man, what a buggy this is. This baby's got everything, hasn't it, Mike? What's the thing on the dash there that looks like a fire extinguisher? That's a fire extinguisher. Oh. But don't touch it. Don't touch it. We don't know how it works yet. <laughs> oh, what are we stopping here for, Mr. Casey? This is Walt's Mall Shop. I've got to run in and get the chief of hamburger. I'll be right back, folks. <laughs> Boy, look at us, Tootsie. Parked right in front of a fire plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boy, what a day this is. I wish a small, harmless fire had bust out someplace so I could... Oh, hey, there's the old-timer. You who, Mr. Old-timer? Look at us up here on the fire yeah. truck. Well, hello there, daughter. Hello, Johnny. <laughs> Say, you better climb down off of that thing before they catch you. <laughs> no, it's okay, old-timer. The fire department has given us a ride on it. We won first prize in the used clothing contest. You won it legitimate, too, Johnny. I've <laughs> often heard folks say, There goes McGee. Don't he look like the first prize in an old clothes contest? <laughs> oh, well, I wish I was up there with you, kids. I love fire engines. Yes, they're beautiful things, all right. Unless you're having a fire and they don't get there. Matter of fact, daughter, I used to be a fireman myself. Had to quit, though. Stomach trouble. Indigestion? Nope. Calluses. Huh? <laughs> Slid down that brass pole so often the skin in my belly would have stopped a bullet. <laughs> Loved it, though. I suppose you had a lot of narrow escapes as a fireman. Daughter, you'll never know. By one time, I was on a 90-foot ladder coated with ice, carrying a three-inch nozzle, two axes, a flashlight, gas mask, coiler rope, first aid kit, lunch bucket, and some old love letters I'd stored out of Bessie's apartment. You stop and read old love letters at a time like that? Read them? 
Shucks, no, Johnny. I took them up there to throw her into the fire. <laughs> if she ever took a look at them layers and took them into court, I'd have been a gone goose. <laughs> you know the old saying, do right and fear no man. Don't right and fear no woman. <laughs> But what happened on that 90-foot ladder? I, I slipped and fell, daughter. Oh. It was coated with ice. Well, down I went. Wow. Off a 90-foot ladder. Hurt you badly? Nope. Luckily, I was still on the bottom rung. Well, come on. <laughs> Fireman, he must have been. I'll bet it. Oh, here's Mike. Scoot over, kiddo. We haven't touched a thing, Mr. Casey. I hope you got the hamburger all right. All set, Mrs. McGee. You want to drive it back to the station, McGee? Huh? Me? Oh, my gosh. You hear that, Molly? Yeah. I'm going to drive it. I'm going to drive the fire engine. 18 million horsepower, and I'm going to drive it. Where can I get a taxi? <laughs> oh, he'll be all right, Miss McGee. It's only a couple of blocks to the engine house. Hope nobody sees me, I know. It's just my dirty luck that nobody sees me. I'll shift gears for you. Kick in the clutch, McGee. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Boy, when I roll past the Elks Club with a siren going 70 and me going 30, those guys be what Park it at the curb there. I'll put it in the engine house later. Oh, that's okay, Mike. I'll wheel her right up the driveway, boy. I'll take her right on inside the firehouse. Now, maybe you'd better let him do it, dearie. It's a big truck, you it's know. It's a and joy, and if anything got scratched on it, he'd throw Don't it. Don't worry, I can handle it. I'll watch it now. Easy up the driveway. Easy. And in we go. Whoa! <laughs> Fender, McGee. Look, you put a dent in it that looks like a bird bat. Hmm. My gosh, I must have misjudged it. Kill the motor, McGee. Oh, how do you... That chief ain't gonna like this. Huh? Let me see how bad it is. He'll yell his head off. Hey, come on, Molly. Let's get out of here. I guess we better, dear. Hey, Chief, we busted a fender. You better come out here now. Hey, McGee, wait a minute. McGee, wait for baby. McGee, hey, come back I got a stitch in my side that saw up the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I think this is rather silly anyway. Just because you dented the fender of the fire engine. We start running through alleys like we'd blown up the third national bank. Oh my gosh, Tootsie, that new fire engine cost thirty thousand bucks. One fender prorated would be about seven hundred fish. And I could get also get nine days tipping boulders in the smoother for that. Why that's silly. Huh? <laughs> Just because a fireman beefs, we don't have to lamb. 
Well, don't you get it, dearie? It's a fun base. This is no time for jokes, kiddo. <laughs> Not that kind of jokes, anyhow. Come on, let's duck in the creamers for a root beer. I'm thirsty. So am I. If I'd known we were going to be fugitives from justice, I'd have brought a canteen. <laughs> Keep an eye out for uniforms, no Tootsie so Hi, Mr. McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello, Milton. Say, there was a fireman and a cop in here just now. They were looking for you. You been doing something? Oh, nothing serious, Milton. Though the way we've been dodging around corners, you'd think we'd been caught singing the whooping proof song in Harvard Yard. I don't know how serious it is, Milton. We ain't sticking around to argue about it. I mean, we ain't been in here. Suppose they're taking you down to headquarters, putting you in a bright light, and beating with a rubber hose. Tell them nothing. Self here for his rights if it breaks every bone in your body, Milton. <laughs> Two root beers, please. Yes, ma'am. I'll put straws in them so you won't have to leave any fingerprints on the glass. That's me, being ready. Good boy. I studied to be a detective once, correspondence course, but I got scared and quit. Got scared of what, Milton? Well, I took an impression of my own fingerprints just for fun, and then found I'd been wanted for murder since 1879. <laughs> You'll notice I always wear gloves now. Oh, but no, 1879, that was 50 years before you were born. Yeah, but there's no statute of limitations on murder, Mr. McGee. Oh. Here's your root beer. Oh, excuse me, man. I gotta sell that cops some cigars. No, cops! Oh my gosh, Molly! Oh, there's a cop at the cigar counter. Come on, you can see it. Let's back out the back door. <laughs> wow. That was a close call. You got an eyebrow pencil with you, Molly? Yes, why? I want to draw a mustache on my upper lip. Well, if you must have one, that's the logical place, all right. <laughs> Then in case I see anybody that knows me. You mean such as Mayor Latrivia? Yes, but... Oh, oh, hi, Latrivia. Good day, Mr. Mayor. Hello, my home, Gee. I stopped the talk on it. It's imperative that I get back to the city hall. Yeah, what's up, Mr. City treasurer get caught with me in the field? <laughs> no, no, but something's going on, and I don't know what it is. There are squad cars dashing around, motor cops all over the place, firemen popping out of doorways... As mayor of Worcester Vista, I should find out that the... There. Uh, you see what I mean, McGee? Oh. Now, that was a prowl car, and it obviously means business. Well, you run along, Mr. Mayor. Don't let us keep you. Yeah, I, uh... If you find out what the trouble is with this, don't blame... Uh, uh, I mean, uh, let us know if there's anything we can do. Yeah, such as catch a train out of town or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what you're talking about, I'm sure, but... I think we must inquire into all this official activity. Yeah, I'd phone, but there have been some leaks in my calls lately, and I'd rather handle this in person. Maybe the insulation has worn off your wires, Mr. Okay? <laughs> what, uh, what difference did that make? Well, that would account for the leaks. You see, if the water soaks through the insulation... Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that kind of leak. I found water under our phone one time with it. <laughs> right after I'd been talking to the bank about liquidating some stock. <laughs> so I naturally figured the leak was caused by... I said I didn't mean that kind of a leak. Hmm? A leak. No. When I said there was a leak in the telephone, uh, a freak in the yellow phone... 
anyway, I have not time to this sort of thing today. Yeah. I have to get back to the heavy hall. Heavy uh, hall. Good day. Good day.
Gendarme, Steve. Meet up in the cigar store and telephone the Tribune. Disguise your voice and tell him I'll let Tom. Well, all right. Put your hat down more over your eyes. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, that wasn't good, kid. I told her I'd just bust around the third national bank she wouldn't bat an eye. She probably bat me. Oh, hi there, Kitty. Now, look, I got no time to bat the fat now. Hey, come on, Daddy. Say he saw you downtown today driving a fire truck, mister. Oh, boy, did he get a kick. Yeah? What do you say about it? Well, he said he'd seen lots of fire trucks go by on false alarms, but it was the first time he ever saw a false alarm go by on a fire truck. I don't know, Kitty. And I got no time to figure it out. I'm in trouble, Kitty. With the cops. Trouble? With the law? Yeah. Now, you stand to the right woman, mister. Huh? Never fear. I can hide you from your pursuers. <laughs> well, well, that's very nice of you. Well, you know, you think we got a damn right hard, Vesta. Huh? It's a platform up in the tree and see the cops could never find you up there, Vesta. Oh, yeah. No, because... I said they wouldn't, eh? Uh -huh. What a funny. Uh -huh. Why? Because I'd be in your hideout. Up in the tree, I know it. Well, that fire truck I was driving to. Miss Stella. No, no, no. I, I didn't steal anything. I was driving it to you. Oh, boy, you wrecked it. I did not. Look, I was driving it into the fire. Oh, don't you know, Simon? I didn't bust anybody's leg. I just got it offended. And all the cops in town are looking for me. Well, for that bad, mister, maybe we better not try to hide here because our hideout is up in the tree. Yeah, I know, but why... And you're far enough out on our own already. <laughs> Oh, well, 
Well, isn't that nice, Miggy? It's so nice to be wanted. Yeah. Did you ask him what they wanted to see me about, Ollie? I don't ask questions to a man in the blue room, don't you? And I don't ask the answer, but I know who is the answer. They asked the question. What did they ask you, Ollie? Well, they said they want to know where they can get the hold of the room. And I say, most people get hold of the by the caller. If you happen to come back to the dance club, lock me in the closet and close in quick. What? Lock me up? Sure. The chief says if I lock you in the dance closet, it gives me five dollars. Cash money. Seventy days of reward. Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. He hasn't done anything so terrible, Ollie. I don't judge my friends by what they're doing, I just I don't need a dance club to stand. I don't care. Good boy. I just asked one question. Are you coming back? <laughs> Oh, Ollie, you wouldn't do a thing like that. Look, he's in trouble, Ollie. All he did was bend the finger on the nasty old new fire truck. Sure. Just a little bit. And they've run us around till you're worn out. Yeah, you mean to tell me you turned me in, me and your pal, for a major five dollar reward? Gosh, you don't make me so happy. Good for you. Sure, I'd be sure to want to make a ten dollar. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> 